Welcome to How to Be Old. John and Kim are still working out how to do it. How to deal with where we're at. The last lap, the final furlong, the end, hoving into sight, having one foot in the grave. The autumn of our years, we're over the hill and sliding down the other side. We're knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. I'm standing on the tube, and a woman, herself not unadvanced in years, gets up to offer me her seat. This is now a humiliatingly common occurrence pretty much every time I'm on a crowded train. See, I'd come back to living in London after a ten-year gap. Something happened in those intervening years, something momentous. Not only had I aged ten years, obviously, but I was seen to have aged ten years. Now I clearly passed as old, elderly, an elderly man. Although I didn't feel any different on the inside, I now, it seems, officially looked old. I'd passed and was recognised to have passed into a different category. And I'm resisting. I am resisting. Of course, I always refuse the offer. I've even learned, I hope, to refuse graciously. Thanks, but I'm fine. Young women are the worst. Young women who, God help me, I fancy. Of course, I should know better. Because objectively, I know I'm an old man. And what's worse than an ogling old man? You push it back, back in your mind. But inside... Somehow, you can't help it, because inside, inside you still feel like the same young man that you always did. You know that saying, inside every fat person there's a thin person trying to get out? Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but I tell you, inside every old person there's a young person screaming, What the fuck happened here? I can't walk past a mirror now without being shocked. Who the fuck is that? Every time, constantly, it never changes. Why did they never tell you that? When you're young, there's the old people. And they're always going to be the old people, just as you're always going to be the young people. Of course, objectively, you know it's not true. You know that one day you will be the old people. But just like dying, you can never quite get your head around the fact that it's going to happen to you. So, not only do I graciously refuse the offer of a seat on the train, it gets worse. I have to do this thing. My partner mocks me for it unmercifully, but I have to do it. I'll take her mockery, and I'll still do it. The thing. The thing goes like this. I'll stand in the crowded compartment with my feet a little apart, diagonally to the carriage. And I won't hold on. The train accelerates away from the station. You lean forward. You lean into it. It rattles along. 
and you ride it, shifting the muscles in your feet to adjust to the uneven swaying. And then on the deceleration, the braking, you put your weight on the back foot. You're surfing the tube. You're skateboarding the tube. Back straight, hands free. See, I'm fit. I'm sprightly. I'm a cool dude. Stop seeing an old man. And it works. Or at least I kid myself it does. No one offers me a seat. Probably because I've just refused a seat from somebody else. Growing old. I don't like it. And I'm struggling to deal with it. In truth, I'm not very good at it. And that is what this podcast is about, really. So you could get us under the Trades Descriptions Act. How to grow old, truth is, I don't know. Certainly not gracefully or easefully. But if you're up for exploring the challenge of it all, we could do it together. I really need to talk to my old friend, John. He's pretty much the same age as me, and we both stepped down from demanding and very absorbing jobs at about the same time. He might have some thoughts, some ideas. He lives in deepest Somerset, so we're connecting online. Two guys of a certain age, dicking around for the first time with remote recording software. Bear with us. Hello, John. Hello, Kim. How are you? I'm okay. I'm getting along all right. Yeah, you know, a few health problems here and there. Yeah. <laughs> but there we are. Um, So... Yeah, I, my question to you is, are people offering you seats on public transport? They have done, but of course there's no public transport here, so that doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're spared that. Yeah. What, what Do you get it in any other situation where you suddenly think, oh, they see me as old? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I mean, apart from the fact that our best friends here call us, call us Mr. and Mrs. Fossil, um <laughs> we're, uh, we're, uh, yeah, it's, it, it happens with people being polite, being courteous, just, yeah, uh, yeah, expecting young women expecting you to go in front of them. I mean, I know, I know it's a sort of, it's, it's, a, it's a feminist world, but I still tend to let women go ahead. That's the you know, way I was brought yeah. up, and it's difficult to change it. Um, and indeed, almost anybody, I tend to sort of, sort of say, you go first, you know. Um, and I'm just getting used to the fact that sometimes people are mentally saying age before beauty and standing aside and that, that sometimes maybe I have the right to go first. I don't, it doesn't feel natural to me. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. I had a thing even more extreme, actually, the other day than the two thing. We went to see a, a comedy gig, which unusually was on um, a fifth floor roof terrace. Five right. floors up. Yeah. And then we went in the front door, Flick and me, and um, Flick, my partner. And the woman who'd taken our ticket said, do you want an escort? And I thought, I split my question. <laughs> I 
go on with you. <laughs> she, and she said, I said, no, I'm fine. Thank you very much. And she said, well, it's five floors up. And what she was offering was to escort me in the service staff lift. Really? And uh, I said, no, no, I'll be all right. <laughs> and then, of course, you had to run up five flights of steps just to... Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And it was, been, it was, I have to confess, a bit knackering. <laughs> um, yeah, but I would have tried to run up, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think I tried that, yeah. I was pretty brisk for the first two. Yeah, yeah. By that time, she was out of sight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the other day, uh, uh, my eldest granddaughter has just reached the magical height of 1.4 meters. And do you know Ooh. why that's so magical, John? I've no idea, because I don't know what 1.4 metres is in real money. It means you can go on the serious white-knuckle rides at Thorpe Park and Alton Towers. Uh, oh, yes! I saw the photo. And, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, the thing was, we, we split it between her mother and me, because her, her mother likes these rides as well, so we... we but we did a lot of corkscrews and loops and vertical drops. <laughs> but I was getting looks <laughs> from people. You know, just occasionally fellow riders were looking at me and said, you sure you're okay for this, Grandad? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and whereas I think on the tube, you know, I'm thinking, no, no, I, I still feel in my 20s. You know, when I'm on those rides, I feel about 14. Yeah. And I feel yeah, perfectly yeah, entitled yeah. to be riding those yeah. things. Of course, yeah. Um, but yeah. people think it's peculiar. Yeah. I still yeah. get a kick out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this is, there is this sort of, ah, uh, I think it's part of the younger generation's, uh, awareness without understanding, without any depth of understanding of what it's like being older. Um, like, like what I didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, I've got some friends at the moment who, who, um, are perfectly sane. They're just a bit old. They're perfectly well able to look after themselves. Um, but their, um, one of their daughters is starting to say, should you, should you be driving? Uh, do you think you should, do you think you should still be driving, mum? Yeah. And things like this. Um, there's that sort of rather exaggerated care that one gets. And of course one, one is bound to kick against it. It's, it, 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 it starts to deprive you of your uh, independence. Um, and the fact that some of your nearest and dearest are, are suggesting that you, you should be less independent earlier on than you actually need to be is irksome. Um, yeah. But I suppose yeah. the point is that when, it, when the time does come when you do need to be, you won't recognize it anyway. You'll still be saying, sod it, I'm going to go on the way. Yeah. Yeah, so my idea was that it was a bit like being on a tube where you're actually absolutely static, but you're also moving. You know, your body is static. Okay, so mentally I'm in the same place, but actually something is taking me from one place to another. So that when I get out at the other end, I'm in a completely different place, but I haven't actually been conscious of moving physically, myself, bodily. So, um, so that's one to chew on. So is that why, I was going to say, is that why we both, I think, felt sort of old age 
come upon us rather suddenly. Yeah, we were both also involved in uh, in jobs which had uh, a sort of routine pattern, a calendar throughout the year. So that there's a certain sense, even though yeah. you're doing different yeah. things all the time, there's still sense, a certain sense of repetition of being in the same place all the same time, yeah. going back to the beginning again and again and again and again, yeah. you know. And then you come out of it and the world has changed and you're no longer in a world which uh, which is that predictable, manageable, manageable particularly, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's less manageable because we've both got less agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also I do think there's a sort of mental thing that you... About the age of 30, you think you've got the measure of the world. Um, and then you sort of pretty much apply the same rules for as long as you can until you find that you don't know how to use um, a recording facility to make a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, last time you, we spoke, you were talking about the language we use or people use oh yes i yes yes in your in your recording you use this word sprightly ah which you see i think is the language is the language of the enemy you're right i i i don't i wouldn't like to, i wouldn't like to be called sprightly you don't call young people sprightly yeah sprightly suggests that it's a bit surprising yeah you're right you're right um yes absolutely yeah so so I'm wondering if, like other minorities in this country at the moment, we should seize the language and tell people, no, you don't use the word sprightly, we'll be mortally offended. Um, what language yeah. can we use? Um, I don't mind being called an old fart because I, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm sort of taken by the idea that that might be ironic. I can, I can sort of cling to, cling to that idea. Um, but a lot of the other things, elderly, senior citizen... Yeah, etc. I I dislike yeah. these words. Sprightly is a bit like feisty, isn't it? You know, oh yes, feisty. Young women object to being called yes feisty because that's yeah. a very gendered. Word. Well, it suggests it. Yeah, it yeah. suggests surprise that somebody should have that uh, amount of of um, energy, perhaps, if you like. Yes. Something that occurred to me when I was thinking about surfing the tube is that. I can't fall over anymore. Right. The reason being that when you get to my age, you don't fall over. You have a fall. You have a fall. You have a fall. Yeah. I know. I have not yet had a fall. You, you've gone from actively actively falling over to falling somehow yeah. happening to you. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think having a fall somehow suggests you need some help getting up. <laughs> you fall over, you get back on your feet, don't you? You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you don't hear people doing parkour having a fall, do you? Having a fall? No, they don't. No, they never do that. No, they, they might have a mild injury. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and of course, the other thing is this you know, is the business of the young person inside the old person. Um, yeah. Which you make, uh, which you make great play of. And um, and that is something, you know, there's always that young person there. And I keep getting hit by that, you know, in all sorts of ways, all sorts of times. So years and years now, I, I say years and years, <laughs> for the last few years, I've I've been very much aware of that, um, that you look, you're still looking out 
from behind your eyes with the brain of somebody who's a lot younger. Or yeah. seem to be a lot yeah, younger, yeah. I suppose. I suppose I shouldn't say that. What should I what I should say is is that is that the the, the brain is ageless. Because I'm actually using terminology that I shouldn't be using, saying the brain is much younger. It's not. The brain itself is ageless. Um and uh and, and therefore you know, it's difficult to express what I mean, but um Merely by saying a, a much younger person, I'm suggesting that I'm, I'm buying into the fact that my brain should be older, not working that well. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. And the fact that it is working relatively well, but the perception absolutely is still there. You're, you're reading the world. You're reading the world like you read it when you were in your 20s. Yeah. More or less. I mean, the business of forgetting words is annoying. Yeah, and uh, and there is this business of searching for words, which one does more. Yeah, um, and if you relax, they tend to come to you. Um, but that's something to do with synapses, isn't it? Something to do with pathways in the brain, um, and uh, that is very very irritating. And of course, one always thinks of the possibility of Alzheimer's or whatever whenever you forget anything. Oh, for goodness' sake! <laughs> Sorry, I've just switched it off again. Oh, right. It can't be the same bloke because I asked him to phone me back tomorrow, so I don't know who it is. I think they're just going to tell me I can't do it anyway, whatever it was. They'd... Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, that's my answer. Yeah, I gathered that. It's all right, it's gone. Whoever it was didn't want to leave a message. Um, okay, the, the big fear, the big fear we all have, the possible tap on the shoulder, that we look round and we... we <laughs> We don't know who tapped us on the shelf. <laughs> um, it's, uh, that's the thing, I think, you know. There are so many good pieces of writing nowadays, uh, both fictional and non-fictional, no, and Alzheimer's, uh, that it's become, partly because there are so many older people around, it's sort of become yeah. part of our culture now. Um, and it's funny, and it's terrifying. Yeah. Um I think somebody reassured me once that if you're aware that you can't remember certain things, then that's not Alzheimer's. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 may be the case. That may be the case. But yeah, I mean, we're all doing that all the time. Yeah, I think yes. I think it's it's something. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that if you think you're mad, you can't be mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but things slip off the edge. So listen, um, well, we haven't told the. Uh, the listeners, or maybe the listener. Well, we'll listen to it, won't it? So there'll be at least two. <laughs> that we're intending to end each of these podcasts with a song from you. Yes. Because Indeed. the listener won't yet know necessarily that you are a terrific songwriter. So um, I think, yeah, the plan is sort of having listened to my little monologue at the top and, and having had this chat... Yeah. You might go away and write something vaguely relevant to yeah. what we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yes. when you've done that, yes. we'll yes. stick it on the end of yeah. this. And that was me pinging, I think. Here's, a, here's an example of That was you, was it? Yeah, example of technology. I, I don't know if it is me. My MacBook, whatever I do, I can switch all the alerts off all the notification sounds and the bloody thing still pings at me. 
Um, so that was my ping. Mine doesn't if I press the uh, the little cancel sound at the top. I've done all that. Have you? Oh, so dear. Yeah, are you sure you've done it? Are you sure you've done it? <laughs> are you, Kim, are you sure you've know, done it? I know. Okay, do you want help sit down oh, now, that's, dear? That's another thing. One more thing. <laughs> yeah. One more thing about language. Yeah. Um, you talked about vulnerable, didn't you? Yeah. Did you mention vulnerable? Uh, I mentioned, I might have mentioned vulnerable. Because there was yes. that thing at the beginning of... Yeah, the beginning of COVID was, yeah. At the yeah. beginning of COVID, we were, you know, suddenly we were the vulnerable. vulnerable. We yeah. weren't supposed yeah. to do anything except Absolutely. sit at home. And we were, um, I think it was a day before they announced the first proper lockdown. Flick and I were in a pub lovely pub in the country. It was full of kind of, it was lunchtime, and a lot of older people there. And there was this thing going around before they announced sort of full lockdown for everybody, that pubs were all going to close on Friday, get pissed before then, why don't you? Um, right. That maybe the idea would be that the older people, the vulnerable, stayed at home yeah. while everybody else went yeah. out and got COVID and got, got um, herd immunity. I mean, got drunk and COVID. Yeah. How oh, yes. Bad it yeah. was going to be. But honestly, the, the outrage in that pub. <laughs> from oh, my like God. These yes. Vulnerable yeah. people. Yeah. 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 Stay in and, yeah. And, and, yeah. Expect things to come to them. It was a, it was quite a yeah. thrilling moment. It was quite a revolutionary moment. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. So. Well. A song from you, John. Okay. No pressure. Cute, 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 cute for a song. Well, no, we go back to that, um, that, uh, idea that inside the old man, there is always a young man. There's a young man. Um, what happened oh, here? Maybe what the fuck happened here, as I remember, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. something like that. Here it is. All right. As you get older, amongst all the other changes, two things become apparent. One is that in the old man, there is always the young man sitting around looking at the world in his old young man way. And the other is that from having been regarded at one time as a lusty young man, suddenly one becomes regarded as a dirty old man. So give us a chance. Please don't call me a dirty old man As I look towards the closing of my natural span my prostate's enormous and my liver can't cope But there's something still alive And while there's life, there's hope Now I'm not lascivious and I'm not pervy Though my face may have more contours than an ordinance survey My eyes are way past seventy, they're no longer keen But behind them there's a lad Who's maybe seventeen? So give the lad a break, girls. Just let.
sediment mire you Though the face and form would raise a storm to fire and inspire You let the light keep looking as long as he can And don't call him a dirty old man No, please don't call me a dirty old man As I look towards the closing of my natural span I won't go messing with another man's wife But a fella's got to hope And while there's hope, there's life Now when God created man She was half in jest When God created woman He was close to his best And then to put the cap on it She made it the norm That men should all fixate upon the female form Then just to make it fair he ruled that it should be the female form susceptible to gravity and as things settle lower you can clearly see the lads still looking for them where they used to be so don't go calling him a dirty old man as I look towards the closing of my natural span I won't patch your bum or go in for a grope But while there's hope there's life and while there's life there's hope Now the stag in the forest has a powerful need To find the richest earth in which to sow his seed It may be that I'm getting past my time to sow But I can still be the judge of an attractive doe So listen to my message and you must agree Looking's not illegal and thought is free You'd like the man of seventeen to take a shot So allow the lad of seventy to think you're hot And don't go calling him a dirty old man As I look towards the closing of my natural span my kidney shot to pieces and my bladder can't cope But the instinct for survival is apparently unrivaled There's something still alive and while there's life, there's hope So please don't call me a dirty old man You've been listening to Kim Durham and John Hartock trying to work out how to be old If, like us, you still haven't a clue then please subscribe to the podcast. You can't follow us on Twitter, and we haven't a clue about Instagram, but we are just about on Facebook. <laughs>